fire that might create a problem. But always the fire inspector made sure that they did what was required. And so the premises uh, were safe until the next time. <laughs> and the strange thing was that all of a sudden, months later, year later, there came a letter to him. The letter saying that you will have a fire inspection on such and such a day and we will be there at such and such a time. And he thought, that's strange. They don't usually tell me when. And so he made sure that he and his staff had everything spit, polished, ready to be inspected. Fire extinguishers made sure that they were all working. Nothing around that would create a problem or maybe even a disaster. And they waited on the day for the inspecting team to come. And they didn't. Nor did they come the next day or even the next day. And the businessman said, that, you know, I really was very angry that we had gone to all this trouble to make sure that all our fire regulations were kept and that everything was absolutely right. I was angry. But he said, the more and more I thought about it, the more and more I realized that my anger was misplaced because my premises should have been perfect all the time. You really shouldn't need an inspection for me or being told of an inspection for me and my staff to go around everything to make sure that it was okay. And he realized that the inspection in itself was not what was important. What was important was that the concept of inspection should make the businessman and all others like him make sure that they had their premises absolutely safe. Life might be in danger if everything's not kept as it should be. Whether it would be through a fire, through smoke, all the dangers that might arise, and it might happen, sadly, to an innocent person, someone who had no control over what was happening to equipment or to premises. A letter, he said, promising an inspection should not have been necessary for his business to be correctly carried out. Jesus said, be on your guard because you don't know the day or the hour. And if there are any lessons to be learned from tragic accidents or similar occurrences, then they are more about prevention rather than cure. 
being ready in such a way that danger will not turn into disaster. For the rich man in our parable this morning, disaster had arrived. It was bad enough that he had died, but to his utter and absolute astonishment, he found himself where he never ever expected to be. He was a good man. And here he was feeling the heat. But there he was in hell. And to his absolute astonishment, there was Lazarus, somebody who he would have known if he had seen him again, but he's up in heaven. Why was he in heaven while he was in hell? <coughs> the rich man was puzzled because he had never done anything whatsoever to hurt the poor man, the beggar who was at his feet when he was at the table hoping to get a crumb. A parable, but it tells us about prevention being better than cure. The rich man's preparation was defective. He had managed to take no notice of the man at his feet. He just accepted Lazarus as part of the scenery. But there should have been a sense of responsibility in the man who was rich. Responsibility to use the gifts that God had given him to make sure that others less fortunate were not suffering. But this rich man did not ever think that somebody like Lazarus should be considered his responsibility. And the rich man's fault was that he could be aware of need and feel no pity and so do nothing to relieve the pain or the want. Jesus said, be on your guard. You don't know the day or the hour. And there are two questions come into mind. How can I prepare for God to come to me? Am I prepared for God to come to me today? These are important questions for us all. You see, too many people have come to expect that God will forgive everything because he is God and can do no other. But you see, that takes away the element that God has given to us, which is an important one, the element of free will. The element of free will 
which should enable us with our common sense and our intelligence to be responsible not only for our own life but for the lives of those who are family, friends, community, those who are on the other side of the world needing to be fed, needing to be healed. Responsibility given to us by God. The choice we make, even when we know the only real choice is to do the will of God, more and more it becomes clear that it's not God who condemns men and women, it is men and women themselves because they don't accept fully the responsibility for this creation that God gives to us all. How do we, how should we prepare? The story of Lazarus and the rich man teaches me, should teach you a clear lesson. Live your life according to the will of God and be prepared to pass it on that others might know God's love. The story is told of a young boy who was kidnapped. Despite the efforts of the police and despite the willingness of the parents to pay the ransom, the boy did not come back and weeks later was found dead. There was, as you can imagine, deep and sincere grief. Not only the parents, but the boy's school friends were deeply moved. And there was a service to remember the young man at school. And all his friends sang a hymn in remembrance of the friend. And when the service was over, they came to the parents and they presented the parents with a banner. And on that banner was written the words, if this song is to continue, we must do the singing. If God's love in our creation on our planet is to continue to be shown in a way that will help all people, then you and I have certainly to take the responsibility for singing. Singing, shouting of God's love and God's care. And Jesus says that there are in our lives opportunities to sing and to live out the love of God. And if we fail, if we fail to respond, we will find it hard to avoid the consequences. To speak of part of my faith, which I think is so very important, I believe that God gives us all materials 
with which to use to build our life to build our life on the basis of Christ's life to build our life making use of that greatest element perhaps of all that God gives to us his Holy Spirit we can take the materials and we can build a high wall and we can shut everybody out and feel that all the world is ours or we can use the materials to show our responsibility for all those who are less fortunate than we are we are to sing we are to act we are to live according to God's will Jesus said be on your guard because you don't know the day or the hour we've had a week to think about Christian age we've had a week to give serious thought perhaps to our responsibility as Christians being responsible the key element which determines whether we enter into heaven or descend into hell take the responsibility and know God's love and know that there is a place for you in his kingdom of heaven <clears throat>